Welcome to Thirst for Knowledge, the podcast where we impart the knowledge you've been seeking. I'm one of your hosts, Eggmoji. And joining me, as always, it's Jackson. Woo! It's me. I'm real. (laughs) (laughs) But we got a lot on the agenda today, I will say. Oh, wow. Do we ever. So it is current, what, 3rd of August for us? Which means... The, the Zendikar Rising spoilers has started. Spoiler season is well and truly here. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there's a lot. And not just for Zendikar. They, they mentioned a lot. Oh, my God. Like, All the sets. Yeah. Prince. Fetchlands. Yeah, there. But before we get into that, underrated card from you. Underrated card from me. Yeah. Well, I've been making a little list, and the first thing, it's not the first thing on the list, but the first thing I see that I want to talk about is Imprison in the Moon. Yeah, I knew this was coming. Yeah, it's it's definitely a pet card. So, (laughs) I was going to tell you the story about this card. I was like, first, I should probably tell you what it is. Yeah, you should probably, uh, the viewers know what the card is. If they don't know, if they do, they're probably, I feel like the people who know this card definitely play it. Imprison the Moon, those who don't know, is an enchantment, an aura enchantment. Two and a blue. It says enchant creature, land, or planeswalker. And the enchanted land becomes a colorless land with tap, add one generic to yeah. mana pool, loses all other card types and abilities. So it's pretty brutal. This card's crazy. Um, and this- mate. We should probably give context as to why in the format that we play. Well, yeah, you, I mean, I think it's fairly self-explanatory, but you just put it on your opponent's plane, uh, commander. Commander. And it doesn't change zones. It doesn't change zones. It's still where it was. It's just, it's a land now with nothing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what's the name of it? If you're running, like, Black or Boros or something that can't deal with enchantments, you you sometimes can't even deal with this card. It's kind of rude. So the reason this card came about for me was I used to run a game store. I used to run the LGS, and a friend of mine came into the store and said, oh, I have no... Okay, so I can't remember exactly what he was talking about, but I remember him saying, I need a way to beat my friend's commander. It's, you know, it's relentless. What can I do? And the weird thing was I had never played in Prison of the Moon. It just, for some reason, came to my mind when he asked me. I was like, oh, Imprison the Moon. And since then, it's become a, uh, I'm a real staple in Ludex. Now, I'm not a believer in auto-includes. I don't, I don't think I have a single card that is an auto-include in my Yeah, mind. I wouldn't even say Sol Ring is an auto-include. No, I don't play it in all my decks. I play it yeah. in some. I don't even play Command Tower in all my decks. Yeah, no, nah, well, you don't need to if it's mono. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a believer in auto-includes, but... I am making a blue deck, and I'm also not really a control player, but if I am making a deck with blue, I'll generally put Imprison the Moon. Yeah, it's just one of the best removals. I'm, I don't think I'm a generally rude player, but it is really funny to, like, turn <laughs> one or two Imprison the Moon on someone's commander if they, like, rush it out. Yeah. You just do it. It's, it's, it just always shows, like, in Commander, it just shows up, and you never, like... That's uh, just an imprisoned in the moon. Every time it comes up, it does something, and it just drastically. 
Oh, it, yeah, it can be truly devastating. Yeah, because it, it, it stops creatures, lands, and planeswalkers. Great card. Just a great card. Amazing card. And not, not expensive either. It's from Eldritch Moon. Do we want to look at the EDH rec uh, playable? Like, how much it gets played? Yeah, yeah, why I, not? I am curious. Not sponsored by... <laughs> Let's see. In... Where's in the moon? The moon. It is played. Obviously, how many percentage card. of blue decks? And this this is a mono blue card. Only six percent. Six percent. Definitely an underrated card. Yeah, I think. I would be happy. I feel like it should be being like twenty percent at the least. Oh yeah, I think when we do underrated cards, we shouldn't look at this first. We should say, I think this card's underrated. Yeah, yeah. And then check it, and if it's over. Fifteen percent, twenty percent. Yeah. Then you know it's not very common, but I no, wouldn't say it's underrated. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's underrated if it's not. Six percent seems very low. Yeah, six percent very low out of two hundred and twenty-six thousand decks. Only in thirteen thousand. And just because it's an enchantment doesn't mean you need to run an enchantment deck. It's a good card. Just good control. Good enchantment. Good card. Two bucks USD. Oh, three fifty on Card Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> Still a bit. That's surprising. Uh, let's look at a random card. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll review a random card. Scryfall. If it's a land, we're doing it. Don't do us dirty. Random card. It is drum, drum roll. roll. Hey. Drum roll. Oh, this card. Yeah. Engineered plague from Urza's legacy. Yeah. Yeah. This. I vaguely remember it, but like, you don't really see it anyway. It's pretty good. So it is two and a black enchantment. When engineered plague comes into play, choose a creature type. All creatures of the chosen type get neg one, neg one. Yeah. So it can definitely have play here and there, I guess, but it's very limited, you know, it's very... What yeah. It's exact, you know, like... It's definitely niche. Yeah, it's very niche. A little narrow in the scope, but... Thing is, neg one, neg one static effects don't... Usually cost that cheap, I'll say that at least. They don't seem that bad on, like, paper, but then when they come out, it yeah. hurts. So, well, yeah, yeah, this... It's uh, no, like, I don't know, the one you always think of as Elishinal, and it's not that devastating, obviously, because that's too, too either way. Yeah. And I actually want to try, I want to see if uh, we can bring up a card that is similar like this that got uh, printed recently. It's called Plague Engineer. So it's actually just the words twisted around. And it, I think it does the same thing. If I'm remembering correct, it came from Modern Horizons. Plague and, Engineer. Yeah, and that card definitely saw, I've seen it uh, play in uh, Highlander here and there and Modern. Oh, so it's a two for black. Death Touch creature with two, okay. Sorry. Oh. So it's a 2-2 two -two for two and a black creature with death touch. With mm -hmm. the same text as engineered play. Yeah. And it's a battlefield choose creature type chosen creatures of the type. Of your opponents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just opponents. Oh, is it? Oh, is engineered. Oh, engineered play uh, is all. Engineered is all. So including yours. So I can see why Plague Engineer is much better. But it... It's <laughs> I don't want to hear that. It can get bolted. If there's anything I want to say on this podcast is that I don't 
I will never believe in the argument it dies to remove. We are a positive podcast. Yeah. But we don't believe in dies to remove. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just, yeah. if it if does, you, it doesn't matter. If you hear us talking about dies to remove, we are being facetious. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, um, I don't know. They're both good. Yeah. Well, they're I, not like windmill slams, but they're, both, they're not that yeah. bad. But the Urza's, if you go back to the Urza's um, one, the art is actually really sick. Michael Sutphin. I don't know him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think of any of his art. Doesn't really come to mind. Seventh edition, Andrew Goldhawk. Seventh edition one's pretty sad. It's like a goblin dying in these. Yeah, that's pretty. Rare. Yeah, but it says zero uh, percent blade. Uh, and this one, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if it's only getting played in a couple decks. Yeah, I mean, I don't see much of a reason to, unless it's like play group. You know, they're only running tribal. Party <laughs> Ildal. Ah, fine. Target creature's power becomes one toughness to undetermine. I don't think I've ever seen this legendary. Yeah, it's from creature. Weather. It's from, no, Tempest. from Tempest. Yeah, Tempest. Seven decks. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh... Interesting card. Uh, this is what happens when you see random cards, though. It's not like you're going to get crazy bombs or something like that. You just find a random card. At least it wasn't land. One day. <laughs> one day we'll get a land. All right. Guess we should move on. Uh, probably the big topics. Yeah, news. We um we would usually have two big topics. Yeah. One would be whatever's in the news, and two is something we want to talk about. But this, I mean, it's only our second episode. But this week we might we might not even get to something we want to talk about. Honestly, there's a lot to talk about today. So, I think we should probably start it off with, actually, what's coming soon? I think people might want to know. I thought you were asking him, like, I don't know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't make the notes. No, no, no. So, yeah, so, for, <laughs> co- for context, actually, I, uh, I made notes. Um, there was a live stream that I'm sure you guys are aware of, or if not, now you know. There was a live stream that was spoiling all the stuff as Endicar, the start of it. And uh, they told us about all the uh stuff coming up and uh i i was like you know what i'm just gonna get pen and paper and write all this down because we'll have to talk about this yeah but i want to mention uh what's coming up this year and then what's coming up next year that we might want to speculate on see what's happening this is a bit of fun as well because some of this i might not have heard i can get my my own reaction to it yeah yeah and they'll know as well now keep you up to date so coming this year what they've mentioned so far two secret layers one of them. Wait, this year? We're, it's just September. We haven't got long left. Yeah, yeah. It's coming soon then. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, we have a secret layer coming. I think it's already dropped. Or dropped today, maybe, or the day after. It, yeah, it came up on the MTG Twitter. And it was, uh, for some reason, it's Yargle Day. Yargle Day. Yargle Day is today. Happy Yargle Day, everyone. Happy Yargle Day. Yeah. What an interesting thing. I do like Yargle. Oh, I think everyone loves Yargle. What a great little frog boy. But, um... But, uh... It's... It's an interesting choice for Secret Lair. Especially since the cards in the Secret Lair aren't actually related to it. Well, the recent... What is it? Dog one oh, we saw. Yeah, yeah, True, true. Well, it seems like it had nothing to do with anything, so... Yeah, the dog one was, uh... A bit weird, but... It's oh. very cute. Oh, was it gonna continue on this trend? I don't know. I mean, I don't mind it. I think a lot of people do, but those people are probably just the value seekers. 
Yeah. I think there's something to say that there's value in the art more than the card, you know? One thing to keep in mind, we live in Australia, so it gets pretty expensive to... Yes. ...to get Secret Lair shipped over. Yeah. So kind of sucks. Yeah, it's going to be worth it. I've only got one shipped over, which is the new Slimefoot... No, what is it? Slime Time. Slime Time. Sorry, Amazing about, art, yeah. saw Slimefoot a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, this Slime Time... Um, Who's the artist? Well, I don't ba know. Barge. Barge. Wizard of Barge or something. Yeah, was it, yeah. I'm not familiar with this artist. My girlfriend is a fan and uh, alerted me. We were just sleeving up a deck and she was on Twitter or Instagram. She saw it, saw it come up and said, hey, that's magic. <laughs> She's not a magic player. Yeah, Wizard of Barge. Ah, yeah. Please. Amazing art. I love very it. Very cool. Very adventure time. There's something about yeah, it. Yeah, very, very like cartoony adventure time. Adventure time? He might have done a special episode. Oh, nice. And it was very lucky because I liked the cards in that secret lair, but that was like it just dropped out of nowhere and it was like you've got 48 hours. Yeah. So we were lucky. We caught it in time and we had. That's why it's good to stay up to date. If you listen to this right now, as it drops, the day it drops. You really say stay up to date or stay up late? Stay up to date. Because you know? oh, we, were, we were up late. <laughs> and both apply. But yeah, um, I like the ooze. The art is really cool. It's all relevant to the ooze theme. But the dog one, I don't know. It's like, I love dogs. But yeah, who doesn't like dogs? I'm not going out of my way to get that secret list. Yeah, it's, you really have to be a dog lover, I feel like. Do you remember what the cards were at all? Uh, I remember there was, for some reason, Lightning Greaves. Uh, there was Rest in Peace. Oh, yeah, rest in peace. Which is a very sad, like, hard to have with dogs on. Yeah, but then, yeah, I remember the dog was just resting on the, like, stairs that I think Gideon died or something. He's just chilling there. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's very sad. Yeah. Here we go. Rest in peace. Ah, uh, Dig Through Time, which I actually love that one. It and is really nice art. The dog digging, like, a hole. And Lightning <laughs> Greaves funny. art, um, well, I think the Lightning Greaves art is good, but... I'm kind of biased because I think all Lightning Greaves art is really bad. Well, has there, hasn't there, <laughs> hasn't there only been one art? I think there's two, maybe three. They're all... Oh, okay. I think they're all bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. So is there two art? Uh, we can go viewer print. Oh, yes, there is, yeah, there is two so arts. there's five arts now, technically. But there's only been two mainstream arts. So there's the standard art from Mirrodin. There's what's this? A uh, that's a DCI promo. Yeah, some sort of but it's, magic promo. It's been in Commander decks. I've seen that art. There's the masterpiece. Masterpieces. Okay, actually, I think the masterpiece art is pretty good. It's pretty cool. How much is the masterpiece now? Uh, wow, ninety dollars US. Yeah, still expensive. And then there's the dog one that's coming. The, the box top oh from ult from uh double masters which i actually really like that one i was about to call it expedition yeah that one's pretty cool the colors are really nice on there but i still don't love it yeah look i get it it's hard it's it's boots it's just boots yeah you're like so much you can do the dog is cute yeah but like yeah for me it probably cost me like 60 70 dollars here Maybe more to get secret layer ship. And, like, I don't need any of these cards. I like the art on all of them. Like, it's very cute. But, yeah. like, I need to be picky. Yeah. I can't buy every secret layer. I'm, I'm not. 
Uh, I'm not a wealthy person. So we, we went on a bit of a tangent there, but you know. It uh, really... Yeah, we were still talking about Secret Lair, but anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yargle, Secret Lair. Very nice. Swords to Plowshares, Opt, Fatal Bush, Anger of the Gods, Explore. I mean, their cards like get played a lot. I think it's a good choice of cards. I, I think so too. Um, Opt could be like a little stronger, maybe Brainstorm. Or yeah. Something. And do you think Anger of the Gods is the pick for red? Oh, yeah. Anger of the Gods get played a lot. Actually, looking at the art of this Anger of the Gods, they could have just done Anger. <laughs> yeah, you true. the Angry yeah, Baby? Anger card. Not that I'm criticizing that art. That's John Avon. That, that's, that's great art. Yeah. He's untouchable. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what do we think about the Yargle Secret Lair overall? Um, it's fine. I'm not going to buy it myself. Because, again, I don't. I don't need these cards. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I think it's a good overall secret layer. I wouldn't be like close oh. to buying it or something if I had the money in that. Yeah, especially if we lived in the US. Yeah. Anyways, um, we have more news for what's coming this year. Another secret layer that they hinted at, which they barely spoiled, but it's gonna be a crossover with The Walking Dead. What do you think about that? What do I think? About yeah. That? I mean, okay. I uh, actually. I will say, I have seen one art from it, mm-hmm. and if it was official, I deeply dislike it. <laughs> uh, was it a token? It was like a token. Yeah, that's the official one. And it's it had a- flavor text from, like, one of the characters in the show. But did it? I, I didn't see the actual cut. Co- I saw a glimpse of it. It was a walker. And that was, I think it was just a zombie token. But, uh, honestly, I'm kind of excited. I think it's cool. Yeah, see, Rick Grimes. I'm sorry this happened to you. Rick yeah. Grimes flavor text. <laughs> Rick Grimes flavor text. That's sick. Does that, like... Yeah, oh, it's Bicycle Girl. I'm not a stickler for the lore. I like the lore of magic, but, you know, spoilers for what's ahead. I don't mind the D&D magic universe crossover. It's a multiverse. It makes sense. But where does this place Walking Dead... Yeah, I mean, Secret Lair, I think, is opposed because, I mean, the dogs one, for example, that probably won't happen with the rest in peace. There's dogs. And the Yargle one, Yargle can't walk around with a sword and swords to plowshare. I guess, but... Secret, that- Secret Lair is, I think... I think, you know, since you've asked me what my thoughts are, and okay. I've taken this last minute yeah. to formulate some thoughts, Yeah, I think it's a very odd crossover. Yeah, definitely. I don't know who... This is for. It's definitely not for me. Um, how about you? Uh, I I watched Walking Dead. I wasn't the biggest fan, but I will say there's one guy that I love from Walking Dead, and that's Negan. But I think everyone loves Negan. I thought everyone hates Negan. Yeah, it's I mean, they hate I, him, but they love him because he's a sh- evil, like terrible uh, guy. I've only watched the first season, so you don't even know. And one episode from like season five or six that was. Amazing, but it had nothing to do with. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I couldn't tell you about it because I I just watched it. (laughs) Oh, that was good. Yeah. Overall, this um not not for me really, but for whoever it is, like whoever plays Magic and watches Walking Dead, like loves it, they 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 will be ecstatic. I mean, I think statistically, you are going to find quite a few people who like yeah both of these things a lot. Definitely makes sense. It it's not like a very outland like extremely outlandish crossover. But it is a bit weird. It is a little bit weird. Especially the Rick Grimes flavor. <laughs> we better get some Negan flavor text. I'll grab that card. 
want to see <laughs> Negan in magic. Negan in magic is what we all need. Yeah, the Negan Walker. Yeah. But um, anyway. Is that, is that why they're done? Walking Dead. Planeswalking Dead. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, they did the zombie planeswalkers. Yeah, true. They were sick. I'm just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, the last news we have that's coming 2020 that they've mentioned, because uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll get more, like, for spoilers for Commander Legends, which I can't wait for. I'm personally. not... I'm not trying to be ungrateful to Wizards, but slow down. <laughs> not, I don't want to say no more, but like, slow down. Yeah, like, it's so much coming. It's, it's relentless crazy. this year. Yeah. Anyway, the last thing that we've got on the agenda for coming to 2020, which a lot of people are probably excited about, is Arena is coming to mobile, which is great. When we get a fully, fully functioning Arena on mobile, supported on mobile, that, that'll be very handy, I think. Now, I understand. I did make my smug comment. When you told me this, I said, but I've already got a read on my mobile. Yeah, because you, you found an outlandish way to play it, like this roundabout way. It's not that outlandish, just add it, add it. MTG Arena as a non-Steam game to your Steam, put the Steam link on your phone, and then just play on your phone. But the thing is, think about the people <laughs> who don't have a computer. It's, thing is, it's, it's not perfect. No, no. It's, it's, it. It works fine. I really want to play a little bit of Arena when I'm out of the house. Yeah. Good thing is I can be over an hour, like, I've been over an hour away from my house and just been trying to fire up some, some Arena on my phone. But, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not complaining. Actual full support for Arena on mobile will very much welcome. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's a smart decision as well. And people have been waiting for this. the way I'm doing it is janky. <laughs> and I love jank, but... It's a bit, yeah. It's a bit much. Anyway, <laughs> um, so now I think we should probably move on to what's coming uh, next. What is this? <laughs> it's our uh, first thing next year. Secretly, a minion. No, crossing. not minions. Okay, I made that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know. It was just in front of me. So next year, you know, I'm addicted to minions. Yeah, it's it's unhealthy. <laughs> next year. Uh, they've spoiled a lot. I think they almost spoiled every single set coming mm. out next year. Yeah. And it's crazy. I'm excited. Were they I meant to say. do this? Was this just like Jimmy Wong getting too excited? And- <laughs> Jimmy Wong. No, he didn't. He didn't actually spoil them. It was like another guy on a call. I can't remember who, but shout out to him. I didn't watch the stream. I was dying my head. <laughs> yeah. And playing Mahjong. I was watching it, but I was very distracted. I was doing other things and like... Had it on my phone because my laptop's dead right now. But, what were you uh, distracted by? I was writing things down and look, looking at other <laughs> things. I don't know. But uh, we will get this started and start uh, start uh, mentioning the thing, the sets that are coming from, let's say, from the first to the last. So the first the first black border, uh, like, standard set that's coming is called Kaldheim? Kaldheim? I want to say... I want to say Kaldheim. And, uh, man, I, I am very excited. It's going to be like Vikings, maybe a bit of cold snap, you know, like icy kind of, hey, frost giant, frost stuff. Hey, they might even bring snow permanents back for snow cold time. That's what I could speculate on that. Yeah, they say snow permanents or no permanents. That's no, no one's ever said that. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, I think everyone's very excited. If you know about this, if not, there's a Viking set coming to magic. And that's, that is, I think, exciting. Should have led with that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, and then after that, we have 
Uh, we don't know too much. It's called Strixhaven, yeah. and I think it's set to be, like, prestigious school where they all care about, like, the highest, like, grades and studying in that. And it seems to me like it's going to be, like, a Harry Potter set. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, like it's the school for mages and... Yeah, school of mages. And from what we've seen of the set symbol, it looks like Baleful Strix. So... Yeah. We finally might know what a Strix is, unless everyone knows and I'm out of the loop. Uh, which is likely. Pretty sure Strix is just an artifact, but I don't know. But uh, Baleful Strix, pretty keen. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm excited for that set. I a, don't know what they're set, gonna do. A whole set revolving around Baleful Strix. No, <laughs> that's not happening. That's awesome. It's gonna be around uh, the Walking Dead. Wizards. Oh, right. Wizards. wizards Realist. No, no, wizards. Normally. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm ruining this for you. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> getting antsy over there, buddy? It's too much chocolate milk. Yeah. And, um, the third Black Border set, uh, that I think is standard. We don't know if it's going to be a standard set, but uh, I am very keen. It's a Dungeons and Dragons crossover. Oh. Finally. Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. Yeah. So, Dungeons and Dragons magic set. That, you know, that's pretty exciting. But then when I saw the subtitle, Adventures in the Forgotten Realms, I got very excited. Yeah. I got very keen. Oh, yeah. I still am. Yeah. I'm like, pumped. I don't know what they're going to do with it. Like a fresh basketball. Pumped. Oh, you're pumped. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're really witty today. But, um... I've been known. Yeah. I think, uh... I think that's going to be pretty nuts. Um, don't look at it. We'll talk about that after. Yeah. I, I don't know what to speculate on. I think we're definitely getting, um... Dungeons? Dungeons? Dragons. Oh, a lot of dragons, which I'm keen about. And probably Forgotten Realms. Well, yeah. It's in the title. Good job. <laughs> I don't have anything to speculate on. Well, I think... Literally speculating on everything they've given us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you have to. But I think... No, uh, no. They, I mean... Oh, we can't talk about the party thing yet. So we yeah. speculate off that, but we have to get to that. I do think that'll come into play, but we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, then we have two... We're a little flustered this episode because there's just so many things. There's so much that I I'm a bit overwhelmed. Magic, you've you've given us a lot, but come on. <laughs> uh, the the last two I think standard sets. Yeah, they they are standard sets that they haven't given us much details on. Is uh returning to Innistrad sets, which Ooh, yeah. I'm kind of excited about. I liked Innistrad. Well, he's named out. Yes. Yeah, so, well, we don't have the names actually, but we know that one of them, the first one, is going to be revolved around werewolves. Yeah, I think that. they're just calling it Innistrad Werewolves and Innistrad Vampires, which is fine. Yeah, I mean that's what Innistrad's about, so makes sense. And then two things which I'm very excited for, and I think a lot of people are excited for that they're bringing is Time Spiral Remastered. I'm just looking at all these things in this order. When you were talking about, when you're about to talk the Dungeon Dragon set, you said the next black bordered set in stand. I was like, surely it's Time Spiral Remastered won't be in stand. No, it will not. That would be. It's a remastered set and it's Time Spiral. And it's going to include all the old borders of every card in there, which is sick. And the, the best thing that we got confirmed is all the foils will have the star in the bottom. You know the f like. Oh. I love those foils, and I'm sure a lot of other people do as well. I do love the star. Oh yeah, the foil star in the bottom. But uh, we we actually got a couple of uh cards that got spoiled. That's going to be in it, and the biggest one I think that everyone's keen on is uh, is Chalice of the Void. 
Chalice the Void, Old Border. Old Border, Old Foil. Very weird to yeah. see. But I, I'm, I'm keen, I'm excited. And the last one, which is probably the biggest one that everyone's... Uh, depends how people feel about it, because I know people have strong opinions online. But, uh, Modern Horizons 2. Yeah. Ooh. I think that was a great set. I... Awesome. And, uh, they confirmed that it's going to include the five enemy fetches just in the card. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm... Uh, my brain is just mush right now. <laughs> so many things. There's so many things. I was thinking about Renin 6. Renin 6 Part 2. Uh oh, no, 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 no. That's the one thing I think we can all agree we don't want it back. Except um, all you dredge players. You filthy dredge players. <laughs> You're alright. I like dredge. I mean, I, I, I like dredge, but dredge and modern's a bit ruder. I think. Well, I mean, Renin 6. Well, you got banned. I've you? only played against Renin 6 one time, which was in Highlander, and it was... did not feel good. Yeah. I did not have a good time it's with that. It's pretty, pretty strong. Especially two mana. But, uh, that's, that's what we have coming up in 2021. And I'm pretty keen. I think it's safe to say, like, there's nothing I'm like, oh no, this is coming. Like, I'm pretty sure everyone's pretty excited about all these sets that are coming. You can't be, ex you can't not be excited about Cull team. Strixhaven and the D&D crossover. Magic really know... Well, Wizards of the Coast really know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, the Magic team. Uh, so... That's for what's coming. Do you think we should uh, talk about Zendikar Rising? Because there is a lot to unpack. Zendikar Rising? Oh, yeah. I mean, there is so much to talk about here. It really is. Where... Where is it? Where... There it is. Couldn't see it on my screen. Yeah, and, uh, and I don't. I I think we should probably start with not the spoilers of the cards yet, but what what is going to be like a part of it, you know? Yeah, because well, I've I've written down a lot of notes here. Well, the very first thing I wanna say about it, not looking at your notes at all. Yes, is the arrival of set boosters. Oh man, God, we, we have been waiting for this for a while. Yeah, a booster. You haven't heard about this? I'm sure you have by now, but if you've not, it is a booster designed not for drafting. No, it's for opening. It's for opening. And that's probably the best thing to hear because I think some wise people, like I think uh, Telerian Community College would say, it's not good to open a whole box if you want specific cards or cards from a set, you should just buy the singles. Of course. But this changes things. Yeah. It's an experience and it, well, yeah, exactly. It's not just it's ju not just cracking a pack. It's a new experience. Yeah. To open the pack, there's so much to it. There's... I don't have the notes for it on hand. Uh, you can just bring it up, honestly. If you want, while I pause. mention the things coming. Okay, so we've got the graphic in front of us. Oh man, I'm keen. It looks good. So we'll just quickly outline what Mark Rosewater put in his. Uh, his blog post about it. It was Mark Rosewater, right? Yes. Yeah, Mark Rosewater. I think he was the lead designer in this. Posting in Making Magic. So he's done a breakdown of the cards sections, if you... Of the pack sections. Yeah. Which, it's still weird to think of a, a pack having sections that aren't yeah. just the commons, commons, the uncommons, the rares. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we're getting a full art card to start. 
Yeah, an art, an art card. Yeah. Yeah. Which you might remember those from Modern Horizons. Yeah. And I like them. I got a stack from them. Oh, yeah. Game. People, I think people can be like, oh, I don't care, but I think it's just a great addition. Well, it's just in there. It's nice. It's nice. Some people want to collect them, you know. I think it's just a Last great time addition. Last good. You got some Seb McKinnon. Oh, some beautiful Seb McKinnon. Probably two in yeah, a row. Definitely my favorite artist. Yeah. Oh. And I'm hoping to get a nice. And to add something, I it might say it, say it there, but every, I think, one in 20, I think it was. I have a gold signature of the artist. Yeah. And I, I will be, I will be going through hell and earth and hell. What is the saying? Through, I don't know. Hell and earth. Sure. Hell yeah. And hell earth. and earth. Let's go with it. I will be going through hell and earth just to get a gold signed Seb McKinnon art card. I mark my words. Amazing. I'm very keen for that. Then we get a land slot. It's just a basic land, basic land, but all the basic lands are full art. A lot basically and it can be a foil and the best part is if it's foil it doesn't take away from the foil slot which we'll get to so then we have connected commons uncommons for the next how many cards is that uh it's four, one two three four six five cards. six yeah which is smart it's there's only six commons to uncommons in, but, a, in a pack but unlike before, you'd have what, like eight commons and three uncommons you, you get ten commons and three uncommons this will be Six cards of either, either common or uncommon. Yeah. Meaning either. you could, if you're very lucky, get six uncommons. Yeah. Or you could get six commons and no uncommons. Which you'll probably get most of the time. Actually, no. the majority is four commons and, and two, two. Which I think is a great. Happy with Makes that. sense. Makes sense. Because you know me. When I crack a pack, I get rid of all And commons. we should mention that they're connected in a certain way, which they talked about. Which is either like the law, mechanics... Um, which will probably be party mechanic and stuff, or landfall, yeah. which makes sense to me. We'll get to. We'll get to that. Then yeah. you have the fireworks section. Yeah. So we have the head turner slot, which is a common or uncommon that is a showcase card, or a card that's a cool element of the set that, well, at the time he said we haven't talked about yet. But I think we now know that uh, it's going to be a landfall border. So they're adding something in Zendikar Rising, which is every card that has landfall has a different art border for it. Every single, even in the commons. Then, and it's great. Then in slot 10 and 11, fireworks, we have the wildcard rarity slots. Where you can get anything in the set. This is much like the commons and uncommon six card rare, random rarity, but this is common to rare. So you get two commons, you get two rares. Yeah. You could get a mythic. Yep. Or a mythic is a rare. Oh, it counts as rare. Yep. And uh, you can also get showcase cards. Beautiful. Yeah. And then slot twelve, the big finish, as he calls it. Yeah. Is your rare or mythic slot? Oh, before we do that, actually, I want to quickly mention the good thing about these packs is that they've done the math and every twenty-five percent of packs will contain a second rare. Which is great. Yeah. I mean, more the more rares, the more happy someone I'd say. Love that. Yeah. But anyway, back to the big finish. Well, the big finish, yes. Slot 12 is the rare and mythic slot. This is not unlike what we already have. Yeah. In the rare guaranteed in, slot. In draft boosters, it's the same thing. But the mythic will be slightly better drop rate. Yep. They said that it'll be a little bit better. 
I mean, before it was one in every eight. You get a mythic now; it's one in every seven point four. I don't know what that means realistically. I think it just because there's, I think, two or four less packs in this, it makes the odds about the same. But it doesn't necessarily because it's still it's less. It's seven point four. Who knows? I'm thinking of it as the same, really, and I'm not unhappy about. It. Yeah, I think I don't think they're making it harder. I think it's about the same. And then a guaranteed foil slot, which is great. I love this. This can be any rarity, but huh? pretty pretty normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, much but, uh, like a uh, like a modern masters pack. Yeah, but I mean, a foil in every pack is great. But then there oh. is a fourteenth card in the pack, which and is the token or add card. You know, yeah, expect that. But here's the twist. 25% of the time, instead of an ad or a token, you'll get a card from the list. list. Oh, scary. <laughs> he says, what exactly is the list? Well, it's basically a list of about 300 cards from Magic's past. Mm. Just kind of like a mystery booster yeah. thing. It'll have, it'll be the same set, but it'll have the Planeswalker um, logo in the bottom left corner of the card as well. And he spoiled a couple of cards that could be in there, and one of them... No, was, will be in there. Or will be in there. In the list. Uh, I meant would be, as, could be as in could get. Yeah, you could get, yeah. Pact of Negation? I mean, mean, that's nuts. That's nuts. And also some other cards that are a bit hit or miss. And actually, they spoiled a couple more, and one of them that I'm very keen on is Food Chain is in the list. Food Chain is in the list, so... I'm looking forward to open my box of, you know... Packs that have three, three, four, four, four mythics. Four mythics if you're extremely lucky. Four mythics, six uncommons, a stamped art card, an a, expedition. A foil land. A foil mythic, and then a food chain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine. But that's, that's what makes this pack so good. And the great thing about these packs is they are only a little bit more expensive. Oh, yeah. I want to say, for Australians, the prices are a lot higher because the AUD to USD is a bit higher. But basically, for us, we could you can pre-order a box for 180 which is a very good price, considering what you can get from this. Well, our regular box price is about 160 60 To 70 170 Yeah. So, only Sometimes being... Sometimes 175 so Yeah, yeah. Like... So, it's usually roughly about only... $10 more than a normal draft and you're getting so much more out of it. You know what I mean? So it's just what, what is there not to love about it? Well, the way I sort all my cards is, you know, I have all my rares and everything in binders and then in my other box, the giant box I keep, I only keep uncommons or foil commons. Very rarely I'll keep a really good common. Yeah. But that means whenever I open a box, I get rid of so many cards. Yeah. Because they're just commons. And I'm yeah. like, if I need them, I'll just get them. But and that, now... And that that's probably why they, you know, reduce the, the commons and uncommons to only six of both. And it makes sense. But it is interesting, that notion, that it sort of, in a way, makes the commons less common. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And potentially makes the uncommons more common. Yeah. So, it kind of... I think the potential long-term effect is it actually affects the rarity of the rarities. Yeah. But I think that's fine. Doesn't I think that's fine. If there's more rares, it, it's not going to... Because because it's n there's also going to be draft boosters, they're not going to stop draft boosters. 
it's not going to in turn make com commons and uncommons more expensive than rares, you know what I mean? I'll say the one thing I'm a little, little salty about yeah. is just thinking about when I was running the LGS, always thinking about how many boxes I should buy initially. Yeah. And thinking about, oh, I need some to sell, some to crack, some so people can buy packs, and some to draft. Yeah. Now I could have just been like, all right, okay, this many to draft this made for set and i can actually split it up yeah and put like okay i've got these ones dedicated for drafting i'll get a couple of those to sell or open but now will we have set and draft boosters available to buy yeah they are i'm i'm wondering how it's going to affect the sale of draft yeah i i actually hope that it People will start buying set booster more because that'll in turn make them realize that we should keep doing this because I think it is a great thing. I think for someone as well who really wants to get a bit of everything, I think now for some people, you know, for some people buying a whole box is an expensive thing. Not yeah. everyone has the same amount, but yeah. to some people buying just one box is only the first of six they're going to yeah. buy. Yeah. So now I think the notion for those people, if you could buy one of each... Yeah. Buying, like, a regular draft booster, getting heaps of commons, filling out, and then seeing where you go with the set booster. Yeah. Or the other way around. I would open a set booster, get everything I want out of it, and fill out the collection. Yeah. But for me, I probably won't be buying draft boosters because I just like cracking packs. Yeah. And I love draft, but I'll leave those packs. <laughs> yeah. So, final thoughts. I think this is amazing. When I first saw this, I lost my mind. Incredible. Did I tell you about this one? No, I saw it. I saw it. And I was like, what the hell? And I started telling everyone. <laughs> I can never remember. Yeah. Who, like, I... Because, you know, it's always one of us calling up the other one being like, Yeah. Have you seen this yet? That's how we, know, we learn our news, I think. But uh, I, can, I can tell you that when I did see it, as soon as I could, I pre-ordered this thing. I'm not regretting it. <laughs> So and I will ASAP. Yeah, you better, boy. Better be careful. It's got a lot of expenses. Yeah. I mean, you know, we all do. You know how it is. But anyway, um, we should probably talk about something that we talked about in here that we didn't fully go on. So there's three mechanics, that main mechanics, that are going to be in this set. Which set? Uh, Zendikar Rising. Just for now. Yeah, yeah. The set that we're talking about. And uh, <laughs> one of them that we talked about is... We talk, we've talked about set boosters for a while, I thought, just in yeah, case they yeah. forgot. Fair. The set is Zendikar Rising. And uh, it will be... Landfall is the mechanic that's, like, the big one that's coming back. And I'm, I'm very happy about this. Are you? Yeah, I know you're <laughs> thinking about Uro. Everybody is. I'm just... No, I've never, I've never been super hot on Landfall oh, or, okay. or Zendikar okay. for that. That's fair. But, um, it's just not my uh, sort of thing, you know, because the thing, the problem I have with Zendikar is I'm a big elemental fan. Oh, yeah. But I really dislike lands that turn into creatures. <laughs> yeah. And it's always elementals. It's I, true. I'm pretty sure I've seen one from this set already. Yeah. But um, I think it's good. And <laughs> I really like they've done what they did with Throne of Eldraine, which is there's a mechanic that all the cards have, and every single one has a special alt art, like, you know, and frame. Oh, right. It's good. Adventures. Yeah. I was like, adventures. Adventures in Throne of Belt Drain. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crazy, I swear. No. I was like, food? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'll talk about one of the other mechanics as well, is that we've already seen it before, but it has a different twist. So it's cards that flip. 
and transform into the other side. Oof, you need to explain these ones to me. Oh, yeah. I don't get how these flip. Except this new format that they have is crazy. So I th I'm pretty sure every single one starts the front is a land. So every single one counts as a land in deck, hand, and grave, and field until it's flipped. Now, all of them, there's, there's a cycle of dual lands, cycle of... Uh, lands that turn into creatures and there's a cycle of lands that turn into or flip into instant or sorcery, I believe and uh, It's pretty crazy. It seems nuts. I think everyone's freaking out about it <sighs> Yeah, I'm I don't know what to wait Yeah, what? Yeah, this one's a mountain, but it flips into a forest. Well, it's not a mountain or a forest so that's what keeps it tame. If it had a land type, it would be ridiculously expensive. It still will be. You choose which side you play on this one. Yep. Okay, but what about this one? So it. So we're looking at a oh, card- Oh, you choose which side to play. You either play it as a land or cast it as a land. That is not correct. They explained it. Um, so go to the card again. Yep. Uh, because that, that must have been before they explained it. Maybe. We got a little clip on the live stream, and how it works is, uh, this this land enters the battlefield tapped. It's a land called Valakut Stoneforge, and it has in the bottom left corner, it says instant, three mana, and a little arrow. So what happens is, when you have three mana, you can flip this thing, and it becomes an instant, and activates. And it says, put any number of cards from your hand on the bottom of your library, then draw that many plus one, which is already great. That's good. But uh, basically what it, it, what it is, the point of these site cards and mechanic is to give you value for playing these lands, like long-term value, which makes sense. Yeah, but there's a new one that doesn't come in tapped. Yes, and that's the land cycle, which is ridiculous. It's not that one. Oh, so they all, oh, I didn't even see they tap for different colors. Yeah. Um, where, where, where is that, that white one? Which it's one are you looking for? The... Oh, the mythic? Is it a mythic? That one. This one, yeah. Yeah. Samiria's so Call. Yeah. Samiria Shattered Skyclave. So, it's a land. When it enters battlefield, you may pay three life if you don't. enter. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, it can just come in untapped. Yeah, for three, for three life, which is fine. <sighs> yeah. Too much. And uh, it flips... Uh, for seven, which is a lot, but it creates two four-four white angel warriors, creature tokens with flying, and non-angel creatures you control gain indestructible until your next turn. It's crazy. I don't know how to think about. I don't know how to feel about this. Again, my brain is much. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say. I'm honestly having a hard time comprehending. It's gonna be an interesting one to edit. Yeah, this the back. I'm like. I'm all over the place. My the brain is just... I think the problem is they gave us so little time for all these spoilers and just dropped it all on us. Well, and they said they're going to be... The whole set is going to be over in six days. Last time I looked, there was only a couple of cards spoiled. Half the set's out. Yeah, half the set's already out. And we've gotten through a lot of the commons, surprisingly. Um, there's one more mechanic that I'm actually really keen on and I'm excited for. It's yes. such a... It's called the party mechanic. Now, don't get too excited. Not like a birthday party. I want a party. Yeah, we all want a party. We like, we like to party. But, uh, it's, it's like a RPG. Uh, I, I feel like that's the best way to explain it. Or D&D, &D kind of. 
campaign-y like games like that where you have multiple characters in a party that you work together to complete things and you have your typical roles now they've implemented this into magic and it's hard to say whether it's going to be either busted or not good or like fine like just you know balanced could could be balanced could be busted it's hard to tell right now but i think it's sick so what it is if I can try and explain it the best, because it is a bit confusing, I will say. But basically, cards will say, um, you know, this may cost one less for each party member you have. Well, and we'll explain, explain it with this card. Okay. okay, so we're looking at a card right now that got spoiled. It's five mana, sorcery, four and one black. And it says this spell costs one less to cast for each creature in your party. And your party consists of up to one of each of a cleric creature, a rogue creature, a warrior creature, and a wizard creature. Not um, one creature that has all of those. That doesn't account for each. It has to be individual creatures that have one of those in them. So, yeah. And what the card does, it says search a library for a card, put it into your hand, and shuffle your library. If you have a full party... Wait, that's really good. <laughs> I don't think I've seen this card. If you have a full party, you may cast the spell with converted mana cost four or less from your hand without paying its mana. Wow. So it's a five mana, one more than Diabolic Tutor. And it's a tutor, but it can cost one less for each card in your creature in your party. So it can cost a single black. It can cost one black. And if, if it does, because you have a full party, you also cast... You may cast a spell with converted mana cost four or less from your hand without paying its mana cost. And it's cast... A spell, so it doesn't have to be the one you tutored for. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I think party is going to be super fun. I think people are scared they're going to either say it's either busted or not good. I think it's just going to be fun. Like, especially in limited, I think it's going to be lots of fun. I'm a little bit confused why they're not bringing in this mechanic with the Dungeons and Dragons yeah, crossover yeah, set. Yeah, definitely. But uh, they probably will. I think that's what we said. We, we can speculate that the party mechanic is coming back. But, uh, you know, the best part about this is that there's going to be a lot of rogues, wizards, clerics, and warriors getting printed. So, if you wanted any of those... Well, I like tribal decks myself, and I generally, with my tribal decks, don't play shapeshifters. Because I'm like, ah, oh, if I want all elementals, you put in a shapeshifter. Yeah. I just said elementals a lot. But now, you could have a shapeshifter party. Yeah. I think thematically, when I'm thinking about every creature in my uh, tribal deck... I like looking at, like, wow, look at the art. It's an elemental. These are all elementals. Yeah, that makes sense. But because I'm thinking of it now as, a, like, a D&D adventure party, if they're all shapeshifters, that's a pretty cool... That's a pretty cool thing to imagine. Yeah. Just, like, a whole party of shapeshifters who can have be, like, different roles. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I really like this idea of the party. I think we've gotten most of the party cards, though, because I've seen way more party than, like, Landfall. But, uh... All the cards so far that I've seen, like, they seem pretty cool. You can build around in that. Uh, so, I will mention a couple more things about the set. Um, is There's a full art land in every pack, which is great. Full art land in every pack. Classic Zendikar. Yeah, how can you complain? Now, I've saved the best for Well, last time people complained with Battle for Zendikar because the bundles, or were they fat packs at that point? One of the two. The bundles had of full art lands. Yeah. Now, Zendikar... What was it called? Battle for Zendikar. Yeah. Was the first time since original Zendikar full art lands had been, like, 
reprinted. Yeah. Outside of an unset. So people were clamoring to get their hands on them, and people were annoyed that there wasn't enough bundles and people were hoarding them, blah, blah, blah. Even though I didn't. Bad, bad. But now we've had a massive influx of all sorts of full art land stuff. I don't think it's going to be an issue this time. Yeah. I think it's just going to be like a little bonus, like, oh, cool, it's full art. Do they still make bundles? Uh, yeah, they do. They do. Are they called collectors? No, they're called bundles, but everyone just calls them fat packs. I feel like I haven't seen a bundle in a while. I've seen them, just no one really buys them. Because I remember Throne of Eldraine had the collectors. It also had the normal. Oh. My friend okay. got one, yeah. Anyway, saying. anyway, back on track. I will say I've saved the best piece of information for last about this set. Nighthawk Scavenger. No, no. He's okay. coming later. Okay. <laughs> he, he is pretty good. We'll I'm get to that. Very keen. Yeah, but expeditions are back. Sort oh, man. Of, sort of. Well, sort of. A lot of people are saying they're not expedition. Uh, well, that's just because they want to say things. Well, <laughs> the thing is, people are talking about... So, if, in case you don't know, expeditions are basically masterpieces. Mm. Ooh. As you think, we were trying to place the timeline last time. Battle for Zedekar definitely came before Kaladesh, because yeah. Kaladesh had masterpieces. Yeah. Which were special artifacts... Well, regular artifacts with a very special, yeah. expensive border, and the expeditions, expeditions that came before that were lands. They're all lands. Yeah, good lands too. Fetch lands, yeah, very shop good lands, lands, dual lands. No, there was no, no, no dual lands. And they're back this time. But the thing is, they're box toppers, which I think is better, way better. Oh, I think it's better too. But people are saying they're not expeditions because expeditions came in the expedition okay. slot. But here's the thing. They haven't said that you can't get them as an expedition. They haven't said that. Well, I'm not going to say who was saying it on Twitter. Because we're a positive... Yeah, we're positive. We're positive we don't want to bring any negativity, but yeah. I'm going to mention we're positive But people. I will say, <laughs> you know, there's expeditions, and they're going to be guaranteed in every box, including set boosters, collectors, so not just the normal draft, which is great. Already have makes we, set boosters even better. And have we mentioned that we are positive people? We, we love magic. We don't like saying anything negative. I think it's always good to look at the positive side of things, yeah. And, uh, yeah, this is huge. Also, I think what's really big is that the, the expedition, the land that you can get, are fetch lands. Fetch lands are technically back. Even though they said they'd be reprinting them this year, but I'm not going to get hung up on that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, I think it's great. I, I'm very keen to get my hand on an expedition. Hopefully, uh... No, no, just just any fetch land really that I can put in any of my decks. Really, any any of them? You any want, of them? You want any of these? Sure. Are you sure? Uh oh, what do we have here? Hey, do you want celestial? No, okay. Oh no, they brought back some creeping tar. If I get creeping tar pit, I'm gonna be. That's what I want. That's what I want. We're gonna I get just... a replay on this, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna hear these dreams crushed in real time. I'll let you know on the when I get my box. If I pull a creeping tar pit, <laughs> that will that will know. I'm gonna be pulling my sweet prismatic <laughs> vista. Cavern of souls. Cavern of souls. Ancient tomb is coming back. I'm sorry to tell you, buddy. You're gonna get Valakor. No, I want Valakut. Yeah, do you I would love cabin. a Valakut. I would love a Cavern of Souls. Yeah. Oh, these are I think there's really only two dead cards in this whole thing. And it's... And it's... Uh, oh, wait, what? Oh, no. This is... Okay, they've made this a pretty, like, p 
big pool of lands. So it's not like guaranteed amazing land, but they're all great. Like so they're can, all playable. So I can definitely see why people are saying, "Oh, it's not expeditions." Yeah, it's a bit sad. Some of the lands that they've decided to um oh showcase stuff. Look at that in a sec. But yeah, we'll look at. I'm just pulling up the original Battle for Zendikar over the Gatewatch. Um, oh, expeditions. The, the expeditions. Yeah, that's smart. Can you see them like this if you press press this button? Yeah. Okay. Can see them. Yeah, yeah, you can. And did did Oath have them as well? Yep. Okay. So let's see. Zendikar expeditions. God, these are oh, amazing. It did. It did have the shocklands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Had it had the shocklands. It had yeah, the fetchlands. Because I had. I had. Oh, got the shrine. That's right. I have the. I have one of these. Go I don't down. Know. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. No, this is what they had in the last one as well. So yeah, at, then again, one, two, three, four, five. So there's 25 different ones here, and how many are here? One, two, three, so 45. What I'm sad about, wait, go down. 45. Yeah, different. so from from the old Zendikar sets, there was no, none of the lands that turn into creatures. Instead, we had to go down a bit. We had the uh, ones that got printed in alt, uh, double double the filter, masters, the filter, the filter lands, lands yeah. yeah, which Just, I love. Yeah, but I mean, go back if you go back up. They they didn't have cavern of souls here. They have ancient tomb. They had ancient tomb, but that cavern of souls is like probably a big one that everyone's gonna want. Three, four, five, six. So there's actually only thirty here. Yeah. Also, can we appreciate the art because? So wow. This time there's thirty, and they're box toppers. When last time we had 25, 25 and 20 in and two 20. different sets. So it's it's hard to say whether that's better or worse. I'd say probably worse because there's cards, there's lands that you obviously want less than others. There's only maybe two in here I don't want. Yeah, there's a weird mix. So there's there's ones that all stick the same. And then they added Celestial Colonnade, Colonnade and uh, Creeping Tar Pit. Also Valakut. And then they added the Grove. Is it? Go back up. It's Grove of the Burn Willows, which I think has only been printed like twice. Yeah, people like that card. It's a very weird one, but I, I do love it. Oh, and they did print all of the Battlebond ones. Okay. Yeah, so they printed all the Battlebond ones. Thank and, God. oh, that Ancient Tomb art is beautiful, I will say. Yeah, all the oh, art, all the oh, art is great. amazing. All the art is amazing. Adam I, Paquette on these two. Adam Paquette on this one. Oh, look at the Luxury Suite. That's beautiful. I actually like the old Luxury Suite art. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, see, this Celestial Colonnade... This, I'll be honest, this doesn't look like a luxury suite at all. Yeah, but we're in Zendikar. People, there's no, there's no, you know, there's no people roaming true, around. True, 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 true. It's just... Going to a five just the last one was so luxury. Mm, yeah, yeah. But I want to say, the Scalding Tarn and the Misty Rainforest look amazing in in these... Uh, you can't see the it, Misty unfortunately. Misty Rainforest always looks good. Yeah, Simic Lands just look amazing, in my opinion. Like, every time. I'm very keen about these. I feel like I'm often more critical of land art. Like right now, I'm looking at the windswept teeth. You know the problem with this other? That's not a windswept teeth. <laughs> True. But the old one was a beautiful windswept teeth. Yeah, well, like they all are what they are. <laughs> but I'm not even, I wouldn't even call it nitpick. I'm just being silly. Yeah. So I think um, we're getting close to the hour mark. So we might not even be able to get to the spoilers. But we there's one card that we have to talk about that we, we were talking about today that we've seen. Hold on, let's just before we do that, let's, let's have a look at the look at the showcase. They can't. 
You guys yeah, can't. But, you guys can't see this, but I will yeah, say the show. But we can tell them the best ones to go look at. Oh yeah. So if you want to look at the amazing showcase arts that we've seen, all the planeswalkers, of course, look amazing. They always hit it out the park with that. The, the, so Lotus Cobra has been reprinted, and I am. It is crazy. I, I don't know what to say. I am just like amazed. Like this is probably one of my favorite arts ever on a Magic card. What it's I'm, so beautiful. What I'm surprised with is Lotus Cobra. One is getting a reprint. Yeah. Two has alternate art. And yeah. three has a second alternate art. Yeah, and I want to mention and four is reprinted <laughs> at rare rarity instead of mythic. True. So it's going to be easy to get. Yeah, that is very good art. That's going to be... Yeah, that's going to be expensive. In foil. Oh, I was going to talk about... Oh, foil. I was going to talk about... Oh, we didn't even talk about Commander Legends. Yeah, we, we but we were talking about all the stuff coming this year. I, you guys got to listen. This is why when uh, Egg Emoji said at the start, Magic needs to chill. They really do. There's so much. Because just then I was like, what about the new foiling? And I was like, oh, that's Commander Legends. That's we didn't Commander even Legends. mention that coming. Yeah. We can get to that in another time, another <laughs> podcast. But we need to talk about this card specifically that they heard a little bit that you said before. Oh, not, I thought you meant this one. No, I was not like, that. Not I was that. like, that's good. That's yeah, a good one. it's a good card that we just saw, but I think Ooh. we need it. That's amazing. That card's amazing. That's incredible art. Oh, yeah. Invala. Anyway, we, we, can't will, get we will get to more of these maybe next. No, actually, next time will be good because all the spoilers will be out. True, true. And we can go through the rares, the mythics, and what we like and stuff like that. But the one we really want to talk about, as I mentioned before, when Jackson said, I've saved the best for last, I thought he was talking about... Nighthawk Scavenger. Oh, God. This card. <laughs> Why? It's, it's crazy. So, if you're if you're not familiar with Vampire Nighthawk, which is a card from... I believe it's from original Innistrad. It was a 2-3 for one black-black. Vampire Shaman. Yeah. With flying, death touch, and lifelink. Yep. Amazing. So simple, yet it was just amazing. And it still sees play everywhere. Never reprinted in standard, but always comes out in tons of formats. Yeah. I'm testing it in Highlander right now. It's, yeah. But well, now they've gone and done the unthinkable. Now, it's even better for me because my new Highlander deck I'm building is Rogues. Yeah. And this time, he's not Vampire... Yeah. Uh, sorry, not Vampire Nighthawk. Nighthawk Scavenger is not a Vampire Shaman. He is now a Vampire Rogue. Yeah. For one black black with Flying Death Touch Lifelink. He starts off as a 1-3. And his power is equal to 1 plus the number of card types among cards in all of your opponent's graveyard. This is nuts. This is insane. Now, my Rogue deck in particular in Highlander, Mill. So this is essentially... Vampire Nighthawk, plus one. I'm probably going to pull this out, and if it's a 1-3, it's still good. If it's a 2-3, it's, it's just as good. If but, not better, actually, because it's a rogue. But my main rogue triggers on any rogue entering. Yes. Which mills my opponent. Yeah. He's probably going to be a 3-3. Three, three. Yeah, and he's a three-mana. People are going to play, you know, in Highlander, people play a lot of fetch lands. That's one card type already that you're almost guaranteed. If they play an instant or a sorcery... That already makes him a 3-3. And if you mill them, they hit anything, he becomes a 4-3 or higher. It is insane. Some artifacts. Creatures. Red and 6, maybe. Yeah. Throw out an enchantment, get out of Blood Moon or something. This, oh. this, this card, I just think, is crazy. Do I think it's going to destroy standard? Probably not. Probably not. 
probably not, but I think competitive play that sees graveyards a lot, definitely. Actually, it, it's very good in stand as well. It's just good, eh? Well, the one thing that's good is with Zendikar Rising. Oh, no, I was thinking, is Theros going away? No? No, Theros is staying. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be strong. It's going to be very strong. Very strong. <sighs> but wow. yeah, what an amazing card. Yeah, I, I. Like, and if I want you to actually know, I'm, I'm definitely wrong. Standard will definitely see play. Because if you were, if you played standard or limited or any formats when uh, Nighthawk, was he called? Vampire Nighthawk? Vampire Nighthawk. Vampire Nighthawk got printed. He was everywhere. He's legit everywhere. Any deck that was running black pretty much just wanted him. Because it's one black, black, two, three. Flying Deathwatch Lifeling. Yeah. It's amazing. It was just an answer to everything. And now they've just made him even better. Like, the fact is, when he comes out now and he's only a one, three, that's not worse. No. Considering he's a rogue and will have effects with party as well in oh, this set. Right, yeah. He is he's crazy. I've picked the perfect time to build some rogues oh yeah he's lucky we just we decided one night to make a rogue highlander deck and all of a sudden rogues are gonna get reprinted in this set and it's great all my rogues are coming in yeah but uh i think we should probably leave it here we've had, we've been a long episode and we there's a we've we've tried and gone through a lot but there's just so much that i i won't be surprised if we missed anything yeah. And I'm sorry if we did, but I hope we could, uh, you know, teach you about some of the news. If you didn't know anything, you might have learned something. little meta commentary. I was like, in our first episode, I was like, it was good. We didn't joke around as much because some, some people did joke around. We haven't had time. Yeah. It's, I, cra I cracked a couple little uh, little bits here and there. Yeah, when I was trying to go through the sets, you give them, you're giving me a fucking pain mark. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's that's me. That's, that's who I am. Always cracking wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> we will definitely get to the spoilers. Next episode. Next episode. No other spoilers you really want to talk about at this point? Um, no, I don't think actually, or... I, I, don't, I don't think, I think... No, actually, one more, one more. Oh. We'll end it off with one really? more. Really? There's one... One more. It's better be good. Oh, it's great. And it'll tie into our little end segment that we that I want to mention. There's a card that me and me and Eggmoji are very fond about. And it's called Dream Troller. Oh, Dream Troller, yeah. I thought it was gonna be Dream Troller, but I don't know how it's gonna tie into that. There's a card coming out. That's an angel wizard. It's oh, a yeah. three mana, three three with flying, already amazing. It's one generic, white and a blue. Azorius Colors, just like Dream Trawler, the best card ever made. <laughs> and uh, at the beginning of combat on your turn, if you have a full party, which is every creature type in the party on the field, choose target non-land permanent and opponent controls. Until your next turn, it can't attack or block and its activated abilities can't be activated. That's wow. pretty good. And I want to get to the real meat of this card. At the bottom of its card, it says, sacrifice this card. Choose hexproof or indestructible. Creatures you control gain that ability in turn to turn. Very good. That is that is crazy. Why is that relevant? So Dream Trawler, I think, is almost an unstoppable card. We played it <laughs> we have to give a bit of context. So in limited, it was literally in unstoppable. It was. It it just won, no matter what. 
Now, in standard, there's a bit of draw, there's a bit of, uh, you know, downsides being uh, board wipes, but this gives it indestructible. And Dream Troller gives it self-hexproof. It's almost unstoppable. Well, yeah, the only thing that can take out a Dream Troller is a responsive counter or a board wipe, which... Yeah. I'm not playing that many in standard right now. Not that I'm a standard expert. Yeah. Or a responsive exile. So they try and exile it, and then you respond by discarding a card and tapping it. And then they respond to that, exiling it with another card, which to, for them is just not worth and too much mana. So mm. it just never happens. And now Linvala will give it indestructible. Yeah. And, and they both have flying. They're both in Azorus colors. There's Azorus flies already, the cards that work with that. There's definitely a big deck there. Yeah, this is definitely going to shake up Stan. Yeah, Stan is going to be crazy. Okay, now we will get to spoilers next time. Yeah. Done with that. Done with that. Wow, that was a... Well, that's a lot of stuff. I'm still taking it. I'm probably going to have to listen back to this podcast just to learn... Yeah. Like, what's going on. My head, my head, there's so much. And there's more spoilers coming out tomorrow as soon as we wake up. Like, I'm thinking about releases coming out soon and everything coming out this year and spoilers... I haven't even thought about what's coming next year. I'm like, we're not even done. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us here on Thirst for Knowledge. Follow us on social media. Go on official Twitter at TTFKMTG. We've also got YouTube, the Thirst for Knowledge, searched up. Uh, Subscribe on, uh, we should be on all platforms. Yeah. Overcast, Pocketcast anchor wherever you want to listen yeah and also you can follow us individually on social media i'm at eggmoji twitter and on instagram uh uh i'm i'm at dunning jackson but i'm not very uh active so i don't really mind you dm me i'll give you jackson's instagram okay <laughs> <laughs> i give you his phone number <laughs> yeah no 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. All right. And uh, yeah, just, you know, remember, buy all the Dream Trollers because they're amazing. Yep, best card. And Ember. Truly know something. You must be common. Trick is, lose yourself in the process. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>